Hi, I'm Marquesa, and this is Conversations with Quesa. Of course, that was a soundbite from Tuscan Leather off of Drake's Nothing Was the Same album, which I feel is one of his best albums, um, but we don't need to get into that. I want to start off by asking a couple questions. Have you ever felt like things weren't working in your life, like you were inhibiting or being inhibited by your circumstances? You were inhibiting your potential and your ability to be your best self. And you, you knew it, but you held back and you didn't do the thing you wanted to because of fear. I can definitely relate to that. And um, over the past year, I've taken some time to kind of explore myself and push myself outside of my, my comfort zones. And so I want to um, kind of circle back and talk about um, something that happened last year for me that set this entire thing in motion. So last year, um, around my birthday time, uh, well, my, my birthday had arrived quickly and it had overtones of excitement, motivation, hope, and happiness alongside feelings of inadequacy by comparison, fear, anxiety, and pressure. You see, I had been feeling as though I'd plateaued in a bunch of different areas of my life and, and that I had done something I had always preached not to do. I had become too complacent within a sphere that was inhibiting my potential. While there are times with which we should enjoy complacency and comfort, we need challenge in order for growth. We cannot be stagnant and expect growth. There needs to be something that sets it in motion, a feeling, a thought, a phrase, an action. I can't really pinpoint what that exact element was for me, but whatever it was, it presented itself full force and without the ability to be ignored. So from an outside perspective, I was living the dream. I was working in international operations for one of the top producing energy drink companies, living in sunny West LA in a really small yet comfortable thimble of an apartment, and was surrounded by great vegan food, friends, and a ton of social events. I mean, I had a rather comfortable life by societal standards. The only issue is that this, it, it felt like someone else's dream. Like some, or, or, or maybe it was my dream at one point, but then I progressed and I set my sights in a different direction. Uh, the point is, I was yearning for a change. I, I felt like there was something more fulfilling out there. I, I could lead a more fulfilling life. I remember calling my dad and rattling off things I was unhappy about with my life. I felt like I was a hamster on a wheel, right? Constantly running in place, but not actually getting anywhere substantial. I was working for a company that perpetuated an industry I didn't support on a personal level while spending most of my time surrounded by people I didn't share values with. Don't get me wrong, I enjoyed some aspects of my job and worked with some really great people, but most of my time was not spent with them. You see, my time after work was allotted to a side job that I had picked up to make some extra money and my weekends were reserved for errands. 
To top it all off, cost of living was substantial. It's West LA, it, especially in comparison to my paycheck. So it wasn't like I was able to stack up a bunch of chips while I was working diligently away. I found myself also estranged from many of the things I valued while being stuck in a routine that was no longer serving my best self. After I was done with my complaint monologue, my father expressed something that resonated with me far beyond what I realized at the time. He said, and I quote, For now and for the rest of your life, Marquesa, it should always be true that you have nowhere else to go and nothing better to do than to be here right now. And if that's not true, then head right out the door to find your soul and your passion. I am not joking, you guys. <laughs> these were his words to me. Um, my dad is always dropping these lyrical truth bombs on everyone. It's usually uh, deeply inspiring, unintentionally poetic, and makes you feel like you are the lead character in a very important musical. I did find out later that he had written this down and was waiting for the right time to say it to me, but really, this is nothing new. And I want to repeat part of it again to you guys, because even though um, it has an, a whimsical element to it, it's really meaningful. For now and for the rest of your life, it should always be true that you have nowhere else to go and nothing better to do than to be here right now. And if that's not true then you better head right out the door to find your soul and your passion. So when he said this to me, at first and per usual, I challenged his statement with a regurgitation of fears deceptively disguised as legitimate reasons because, after all, I needed to bolster my weak case against why I was not doing something that I inherently wanted to do. I quickly spat out, Head right out the door to find my soul and my passion? What, are you Jason Mraz's ghostwriter now? Is that even really possible? It's completely impractical and unsustainable. What about uh, monetary expenses? How can I afford to do the things I'm interested in live? What if I quit my job and I'm unable to find a comparable job later on? What then? My father replied in his typically irritatingly simple yet profound way. Don't bet against yourself. And then, of course, glass shattered, and I was left thinking, okay, great. Obviously, that makes sense, and seems like I, I might have some decisions to make. So after what seemed like years of mentally weighing out the pros and cons, in addition to a slew of other mental obstacles, I finally felt confident enough to just quit my job and travel internationally for three months. And this was a really big deal for me. I felt like I was finally taking a big step in the right direction. I was confidently and unapologetically taking control of my life and what I wanted to do for what seemed like the very first time in my semi-adult life. I was no longer allowing fear to control my decisions. Nope, that was it. I was done with the fear. I had made my decision. It made sense. I had enough in my savings account to travel for exactly three months according to budget. I had a place to stay when I came back and I had enough money to hold me over for a couple mon- months while I, when I got back and I was trying to figure out my next steps. Once I had pulled the trigger and indeed quit my job, I thought, well, <laughs> biggest battle is over. I've conquered those fears. It's never that simple, is it? What I didn't anticipate to happen was the onslaught of what I I call IPOF. 
Okay, this is insidious projected outsider fears. And these are the worst kind of fears because they're sneaky, gradual, confusing, and disrupting. After the plane tickets were purchased and I had, purchased, I had put my uh, two weeks in, I was feeling so excited and empowered that I was chattering away to anyone and everyone about my big step. I told friends, I told coworkers, peers, uh, grocery store produce guys, clerks, everyone. I mean, I felt like I was Ron Burgundy when he discovered he was in love with Veronica Corningstone. I wanted to shout it from the top of a mountain, but I didn't have a mountain. I had a neighborhood sprouts. Wow, that's amazing, but you don't know what you're going to do when you get back at all? Oh, see, I would never be able to do that. I'd be too worried, and and uh, yeah, okay. Do you have a reusable bag, or would you like to purchase one? Okay, first of all, Laura, you know I always forget my bag in the car. Second of all, when I get back, I haven't even left yet. I started to notice a pattern. It wasn't one time that these questions would come up immediately preceding my statements about my big life changes and traveling. This was how almost every single interaction played out. This continued before, during, and immediately after returning from my trip. I would always laugh it off, adding in an overly cavalier. <laughs> yep, not a clue. But the reality is, is that it bothered me. Those small, seemingly harmless questions bothered me. I'd think, wait, uh, uh, should I be worried about it? Is this something I should be worried about? Wait, and before I even realized it, I was chowing down on a heaping portion of IPOF. It definitely didn't taste good. It definitely didn't make me feel good, but I kept eating it anyways. I think it's important to understand... uh, I was raised by two unwaveringly supportive, positive, and unconventional parents. I mean, my mother is this sweet little Japanese Italian fairy who quite literally dances around singing songs from Sleeping Beauty and whose favorite quotes are, only too much is enough, and to each their own, said the old woman as she kissed the cow. Okay, you guys, she learned that quote, the second quote, from one of her dementia patients at the facility she works at that she became really good friends with, her Virgo friend, Mary Jane Livingston. And I'm not surprised, and if you know my mother, you're not surprised, but she doesn't delve into deep probing questions, doesn't give too much into fears, conundrums, and just kind of happily floats along. Unlike my father, who can theorize for hours on end about anything quantum-related, well, I mean, anything related to anything, really, (laughs) and built his life and net worth essentially by taking risks, proving people wrong, and disregarding the status quo when it didn't suit him. So my psyche was in part and is in part protected by their parenting. The fact is, I had just gotten over those fears and those questions. I had just spent months and months reminding myself and counteracting all of the inappropriate fears to get to the place I was at so I could enjoy my next steps, so I could enjoy my trip and the simultaneous and subsequent road to self-discovery without fear, without questions. Just enjoy it. Here's another fact. I didn't know what I wanted to do when I got back. And here's a third fact. Not knowing was okay with me. I was comfortable with it. That is, until I was told by others that I should not be comfortable with it and, and I should have fear. You see... 
People project their fears and feelings, sometimes knowingly, but often unknowingly onto others. It happens all of the time. And this was the case with all the loaded questions I was receiving. Don't get me wrong, there is a place for these questions. They are reasonable questions. However, it's the projected weight and pressures that come along with those questions that I take issue with. The unhealthy additive, IPOF. When we are unsure of ourselves and people touch on those insecurities, it can send us into a downward spiral. So I want to take a moment and remind everyone, including myself, that it's not only okay to not know what your next steps will be in life, but it's appropriate. It's also completely and utterly okay and appropriate for that to be your answer. It has to be okay. And if other people can't accept that as the very valid answer it is, then, you know, they have really have some big personal fears that they're hiding behind. It has nothing to do with you. Remember, you don't have to prove anything to anyone except yourself. Don't allow other people's fears to dictate the way you live your life. Trust yourself Be bold. And if you've been wanting to make a change for a while, but haven't because of some type of irrational or society-constructed fear, screw that, okay? This is your beautiful, exciting, interesting, and finite, mortal life. Live it on your terms and no one else's. And remember, it's inappropriate to measure your life based on someone else's. Everyone has different priorities, goals, paths. So you need to trust in yours. Thanks for listening. If you're interested in learning more, you can go to MarquesaSchroeder.com. Again, that's MarquesaSchroeder.com. And the link is in the description. As a final note, I I wanted to say, uh, kind of had people off here, I don't want to cross a line or make people feel bad with any of the content I create, including my podcasts. That is not my goal. Yet, sometimes in my good-hearted attempts, I do exactly that. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to bring awareness to aspects of society that I believe need more transparency. You know, a large majority of the content I create is based on personal scenarios, personal challenges, and personal struggles. So even though it may seem like I'm pointing the finger at others, I'm really pointing it at myself as well. We are all human. We all have flaws and we all need to get along. I like to say you are weird. I am weird and we need each other to survive. So we might as well not be terrible. Uh, Lastly, my content may seem incongruent, but that is by design. We are funny and we're serious. We are satisfied, and we have the desire for more. So to some degree, the incongruities of being human make life interesting. They exist, so we might as well understand, know, use, embrace, and feel empowered by them. Above all else, I want to remind you, life is good, things are interesting, and people love you.